The date is September 10th, 2010. The album is Weezer's Hurley. This is the Wet Bandits One, Podcast. Two, three. Hello and welcome to the Wet Bandits Podcast Quarantine Version. <laughs> quarantine edition. Quarantine edition. Hello, Sam Slammy. What's up, Wheeze? Um, this is this is so this is the weirdest, isn't it? This yeah. Is the weirdest episode we've done. I I'm a, I'm about to adjust something. Don't. This is my video looks inappropriate, right? I have my microphone betwi- held betwixt my knees. <laughs> betwixt. <laughs> And I'm leaning down, talking into it as I do something else. <laughs> this won't be on YouTube. It'll get flagged. There, that's perfect now. Now I have the microphone, this microphone at a much better height. Okay. So if you guys listen to our cutscenes, you'll ex- you'll hear the explanation for kind of what's going on here. We've got multiple microphones set up and in, in multiple cords running out of computers into speakers in weird places, all so that we could bring this to you. In the quarantine dish, there might who knows? There might be multiple quarantine editions. Yeah, who knows? The way things are going, but um, let's. We've already talked about in the last episode a little bit about the um, coronavirus quarantine thing, but just this is the first time we haven't done an episode together, and I feel like I don't know. We don't need to talk too much about it, but I think I I just want to address mostly to you how uh how i I know everybody knows this and senses it but no one talks about it at least that i've seen how like i i'm not personally afraid of the coronavirus right i know it can make me really sick and i know i could technically die from it but like that falls into the category of a lot of things for me and and so you know I, i think in my head when we talked about like we have to keep the episodes going and, and all that. It's like, well, let's just like meet like we always do. I'm just one person and you're just one person. Like, what's the big deal, right? But with that being said, we also, and everyone out there, can't be responsible for what the other people in your life are doing. For example, he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say it. Like, my father is a smart man, but he tells me he goes to the grocery store every day still. Every day uh-huh. he goes to the grocery just because, like, I just want to get out of the house. And, like, the grocery store is still open. And it, it, it's much more dangerous for him than it is for me. So you could say, like, well, okay, he's, he's still going to the grocery. Like, it doesn't change m- what I need to do that much personally because he's probably the most at-risk person I know. And, and I'm still going to work, but I'm only seeing, like, one person a day. And we don't have to – we don't interact at all. I just – he's there and I'm there, and that's the end of it. So, like, my contact with people is very limited, but my dad's contact with people isn't that limited. And I don't know, like, who you have that is in a similar situation where, like, your parents are younger than my parents, but, like, you know, 
if you're still hanging out with your parents and they're hanging out with your grandparents, it's like the degrees of separation aren't that many. So it's, it is, it's kind of one of those things where, um, better be safe than sorry. Yeah. It, it might seem silly to us because you and I are pretty like low risk, but not to rehash the same things everyone else has said, but it's kind of like, I guess everyone's responsibility to, yeah, you know, so to fight the corona to fight the corona right as as our governor dewine keeps saying this is a war this is a war uh-huh. and we're heroes by doing nothing <laughs> I, I don't mean i do mean to make a joke i do get a little tired of hearing us being called heroes because like we're just staying at home like mm, yeah maybe the medical professionals like i'll i'll give them like they're putting themselves in harm's way they're heroes but like joe schmo binging tiger king not a yeah he's like oh yeah i'm uh, i should get a discount <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hero discount yeah people are gonna start coming into the store after we're opened up again and being like um i know you give a military discount do you give a uh stay at home during coronavirus discount? yeah <laughs> like, no but do, I'm do you think there, do you think there'll be like a holiday <laughs> not like a holiday but like a day of remembrance yeah probably well that's a good question i don't know because like what day would it be? Yeah, I don't know. They're pro- they're going to do something. It's probably going to be like the day that like everybody it's just gone. Like, oh yeah, maybe. Can... Of course, who knows when that'll be too? Yeah, I mean, we'll kind of be unknown, right? But dude, times are weird, really weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. So anyway, this is the Wet Bandits podcast. <laughs> We're, we're two-fifths of the Wet Bandits. We've introduced ourselves. I'm Wheezy. Slammy is on the other end of the computer. Uh, this is a 90s discography podcast. I feel like we haven't explained that in like many episodes. But we, <laughs> we cover uh, 90s band discographies. What makes a 90s band? You just had to have an album in the 90s. And sometimes we'll even use a little leeway there with like our first discography on Tenacious D where they were a band on television with songs in the 90s. They didn't have an album yet, but they still counted for us. Now, are you going to hear the Beatles? Is there going to be a Beatles discography? No, sir. No no albums in the 90s. All right. Are you going to hear any Imagine Dragons on this podcast? No, sir. Nothing in the 90s. But anything that falls in the 90s, if you got one little, if you, just the tip, just the tip of your catalog in the 90s, it's fair game. This current uh, discography is the Weezer discography. We are on, I should have counted beforehand. This is like eight or nine, something like yeah. that. This is the Hurley episode. Uh, I think it's eight. I'm pretty sure Ratitude is seven. Yes. So Hurley is eight. Again, September 10th, 2010 was the date. Number one song that day, Love the Way You Lie, Eminem featuring Rihanna. Are you familiar with Love the Way You Lie? Yeah. All right. I li- this is my, my favorite part of going through these is you saying, don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> number one mainstream. I know that one. All right. Number one mainstream rock, Say You'll Haunt Me by Stone Sour. Do you know that one? I think I probably know it. I just don't know the name. That's kind of how I feel about it, too. Like, And that, that was uh, number one mainstream rock for like eight weeks, which is a long run for any song. Yeah. But I don't know it by name, I'm embarrassed to say. Stone Sour has a, like a lot of hits I don't think people are aware of. Yes, they, they must. Or or maybe maybe uh, I'm just not hip to it. Like, they have a lot of hits, and they're 
a popular band. I, I don't know why I don't know more of their songs, other than I'm just kind of like uninterested. It's kind of like Weezer. Yeah, yeah, kind of like Weezer. Late Weezer, for sure. Yeah. Top five albums um, that week, A Thousand Sons by Linkin Park. Did not know Linkin Park was still making new music in 2010. I mean, I guess I should have known that, but I felt like Linkin Park kind of disappeared quickly, but I'm wrong about that, obviously. Do you know anything from A Thousand Sons? No, I just know people were listening to it. Yeah, okay. Around that time. Number two, Passion, Pain, and Pleasure. Pop, pop, pop. Passion, Pain, and Pleasure. For PPP. Trey Songs with a Z. Do you know that one? Don't know Don't it. Don't know it. Recovery, Eminem, <laughs> number three. I know that. My brother is obsessed with Eminem. Oh. That's so why I texted you that. Like, okay. He, oh. know, he has all the albums, knows all the lyrics. I'm not exaggerating. Like, he really does. Okay. So and that's, like, a lot because, like, rap albums have, like, a lot of tracks, yeah. you know? Yeah. So He knows. When you texted me that, because, you, you know, you, you use the – terms dude and bro a lot so when you saw uh, me get my bro on i thought you were just talking about some guy that i <laughs> i didn't know oh, you no. about your literal brother yeah okay so maybe we'll have to get him on some yeah maybe when we do some some of that stuff later yeah okay um all right uh let me i i, I just realized that the speaker that plays the music um was on while I was, t and so it was like playing my voice, which we probably don't want that to do. You'll get like double my voice. <laughs> so the double of the voice. Yeah, this, the first part of this podcast might sound a little weird. There, I think I've, oh, uh, did I fix it? This is really good, how I'm just doing this. Uh, oh, dang. I know why it's not working. Should, should I edit this out or leave it in? Leave it in. Leave it in. Cool. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to fix one last thing here. It's uh, all part of the process. It is. It's going to have to be part of the process because. You know, we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Does that even make sense? Oh, yeah. It made sense. Okay. I've got it. Now, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. No, I did not fix it. This is terrible. Terrible, terrible radio. Oh, you might need to edit it out. There, I've done it. I might need to edit that out, but maybe. What not. stuff have you been doing to pass time? What have I been doing to pass the time? Well, my life actually hasn't been that different. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, because I'm like going to work still, um, and I don't know. I guess. And my wife's still working too, so she's just working from home. So, mm -hmm. um, so it's not that different, I guess. Um, man, I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. Um, so, well, I don't know. What about you? your life's a lot different because you're home from work, right? Yeah, every other day. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. So what's that? What do you do? I think everybody drinks more, right? Yeah, I think everybody drinks more. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing the old Pokemon. I'm oh, that's trying right. to complete the Pokedex in oh. at least the first two gens, generations. That's how, like, each what each series of Pokemon is called. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, a so noble you, cause, for sure. 
Yeah, and I forgot to tell you that the first the Bio Bioshock One, Two, and Three is coming to the Switch. No way. To yeah. Switch? Yeah. Wow. Why? I don't know. You can buy it on the store. Dude, nice. Yeah, you, you should get one. Before? No. Oh Should I play God. it? Bioshock's my favorite game of all time. I have probably told you that. Did you know yeah. that they're making a Bioshock 4, supposedly? No, that's I mean, probably why they're doing it. Yeah, I'm excited about that, obviously, because it's my fave. So, anyway. Uh, oh, gosh, we were in the top five, and then I started trying to figure out how to make this stuff work. We might have to do some chi- time travel there, <laughs> cut some stuff out. That, that probably wasn't good radio. Okay, number four, the guitar song by Jamie Johnson. Don't know. Don't know. He's a country country guy. Okay. Um, number five, Band of Joy by Robert Plant. Do you know it? I don't. I don't either. I mean, we know who Robert Plant is, obviously. Yeah. But that's a lame album title, right? Band of Joy. But I'm not going to say anything to disrespect Robert Plant. <laughs> Robert You're smart. If we want him to come on the podcast, we <laughs> yeah. probably shouldn't be saying stuff like that. Good good album name, Robert. Good album name. Number six that week was Hurley. So the album we're talking about came in uh, number six on the Billboard that week. So Ratitude, you know, Weezer's kind of on a like a downslide. Ratitude does okay. Like it has that one big hit that we always talk about Weezer can pull off. And then the rest of the album, uh, sales weren't great, but... Uh, nevertheless, Hurley comes in at number six. So they haven't like lost all their mojo, but they left, Weezer left Geffen after Ratitude, and this is their first record with Epitaph, which, you know, I don't know my um, record companies and producers like super well, but I know Epitaph from Offspring. Epitaph hmm. was Offspring's original, not original label, but that was their label with Smash. So this is a smaller, like independent-ish. I don't know what makes a record label deemed independent like we've talked about before i think like the phantom menace is technically an independent film because george lucas funded all of it even though it's gigantic so like yeah i I assume it's similar with music where like if you have a ton of money you can still be independent as long as you're calling all the shots but Mm -hmm. um, anyway that's that's where uh who weezer was with for this album so the the name and the cover art for this album are weird and, and, I, and I would argue that maybe it hurt album sales. I, I don't know. Only because it's like, it's weird, but not interesting. You it would know? make me buy it. It would make you buy it? Yeah. Okay. Then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is just me personally. Because I really only got it because it's Weezer. Not because I was like, hmm. I, I guess I, I don't think I'd have been drawn to that album cover had I not known that I already liked Weezer. But... So the the album is called Hurley because of the character from Lost, who's played by Jorge Garcia. And the cover, if you haven't seen it, is just his big face. Just Hurley's big face, right? Th- that picture, if you you can Google it. May, uh, we'll put this on Instagram so you can see it. Um, Wet Bandits Pod. You can you can see in the photo the original photo is actually a picture of Jorge Garcia and Rivers that was taken before uh, Lopez tonight like the George Lopez show um, mm-hmm. in the in the green room so they're like side by side but the album cover they just cut Rivers out and it's just Hurley or Jorge Garcia's big face <laughs> and they're they're gonna use that as the album cover um, 
and and just name the album Weezer. It would have been their fourth self-titled album. But the members of the band were like, everybody's going to call it the Hurley album anyway. Let's just call it Hurley. So that that's what they did. Which isn't that, I don't know, that's not that interesting or, or fun of, of a story, but it, I guess it's an explanation. And for something that weird, I feel like you need a little explanation for why why they did what they did. I had also heard that if you watched a lot, did you watch Lost? Yeah. Okay. So I would say that Hurley was maybe, without going through the whole thing, I think you could make a case that Hurley was one of the few main character, if any, what the main character that had no flaws, right? Like guess you were saying. Yeah. The whole point. The whole point of a lot of the character development and Lost and the, and the flashbacks and stuff was to see what these people did wrong. Right. Like, you know, Jack had his faults and Sawyer had his faults and Charlie had his faults and everybody, everybody had like their thing that they were, you know, they were real people. Like they, they did things wrong. They had, you know, checkered paths or whatever, but Hurley was just like a, a large person who won the lottery and, but he didn't do it. To my recollection, he didn't do anything like immoral. Well, he wasn't supposed to use those numbers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I guess that would count. But anyway, you, you, we I, we can go back and forth on it because <laughs> honestly, I don't remember. But but he was a fan favorite, right? Like he was just yeah. a nice guy that people liked, and so I think Weezer or Rivers or whoever made that final call maybe like saw a little of themselves in him. Like we're just like nice people doing what we do. And this is, uh, or maybe they just wanted to give him props for being, uh-huh. uh, f- for being that kind of character. Um, Weezer can, whether this is good or bad, I don't know, but they can kind of be slaves to the current like pop culture moment. Like a lot of their music sometimes like changes with the, with the tides of the, most recent uh, musical waves or whatever, you know, they've gotten less rock and a little more pop like through the years and, you know, Ratitude and this album, they use a lot more synthesizers and stuff and doing co-writing with all American rejects and all that. So I don't know. I could, I could just, it, it just seems a little bit of a time capsule to name this Hurley. Like in 30 years is, are people going to be that familiar with who Hurley was? Like, yeah. I know Lost is going to stand the test of time, but I don't know that someone going through, like, a vintage record store in the year 2060 is going to see that and then know who that is. But I could be wrong. I would still pick it up if I didn't know who it was. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I can take your word for it, so I guess I will. Um, let's do it. Let's get into it. Alright, I, I'm not sure Wait! Uh, let's do well, I should stop right now We're doing two albums in one Right here <laughs> So I said the date was September 10th uh, 2010 The date for this episode is also November, November 2nd, 2010 And on that date Just a mere, you know, a little bit over a month later Weezer released Death to False Metal which, I noticed that they're only like a couple months apart or a few months apart. Yeah, yep. So the, only a couple of months apart. And and Death to False Metal is is 
more of a compilation of previously unreleased tracks. Um, um, but we're talking about it because Rivers considers it Weezer's ninth full-length album. And I, I don't, um, I don't think y- you can hear band members say that about albums they or uh, like previously unreleased demos. Like they'll say things like, "Oh, I feel like this is." Motley Crue's, you know, 10th studio album or whatever. You know, I'm I'm just using Motley Crue as an example, not that I've ever heard any member of the band say anything like that, but you have heard bands say, like, this belongs as part of our catalog, even though they're just demos or unreleased tunes. And uh, you get the sense that, that they're saying that because they want to sell more of the thing they're about to release. Right, like they don't actually think that. If they were that good, they would have released it as a as a real album. Yeah, and I'm sure on some level you get a little bit of that with with Death to False Metal, but I don't know, man. It it, it seems different enough to me, and it seems like a lot of these tunes are strong enough to me that yeah could have been an actual album. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't go ahead. What's that insecticide like? Nirvana's compilation, you can tell like those are kind of like songs that they threw on there. But Weezer is just so diverse; you don't know what is considered like a B side or right, exactly. Like you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Does that make sense? It does. does that make sense? Oh yeah, it does. Does that make sense? <laughs> the the other thing about the other thing about Death to False Metal is that when it came out, I people must have known somehow that it was but there wasn't a lot of communication that this was going to be like demos and b-sides or whatever like yeah for all i knew it was just they were releasing two new albums at the same time so Mm -hmm. um it didn't feel to the to every weezer fan using myself as an example that this was like second fiddle to hurley or anything like that yeah um so anyway i thought i'd bring that up now because we're going to kind of run these run through these together uh, we won't go through every song, I don't think, because they're you know even though they're short Weezer songs and each album is only ten songs long, um, I don't know. We we need practice with our future discography coming up in not going <laughs> to not go through every single song. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So the first single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we won't give away what it is right now because about to crack open a beer or something. I know it's it feels like the right thing to do. But I don't Are have any do beers. That? I'm out of beer. Did you know that? I wish I had like a potato launcher and I could launch you a beer. Oh man, a cross Gahanna. Yeah. Columbus. Everybody's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> the goddamn beer came out of my potato <laughs> launcher above my head. All right, first uh, first single from Hurley is Memories.
good first song. Yes, good first song. How loud was that music? On your it was head? all right. It was all right. Quiet. I mean, I know that there's some, you know, we can't get it perfect, but it's uh, manageable. Yeah, we're working this out as we go, people. So I, I was thinking, that's kind of loud in my house. My wife's probably going to get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fine first song. Uh, backup Singers featured uh, the cast members of Jackass 3D. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can hear them a lot at the end of the song. Like after the song's over, there's like all that clapping and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I just imagine that whole cast and Weezer like in a one vocal room. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, like a party. Yep. Um, like a party. Yes. I, you know, that's just a fun. It's not like a great, like an all-time Weezer classic or whatever, but it's a fun, like, you know pissing in plastic cups before we went on stage like every garage rock band has probably been there i've been yeah. there you've been there I, I i don't know about plastic cups but no? you just Dude, one time, anywhere you can one time uh this was with one of my college bands we got some gig at this like frat house um at ohio state uh-huh. like, like a not a frat house like you see at a lot of co- this was like just a house where, yeah, <laughs> where this fraternity would throw parties, and we played a show in their basement, and we were—I don't remember being super drunk, but I do remember having to pee super bad. And I just turned around on stage, peed in a cup, and put it on their washing machine that was behind us. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I do remember. That's uh, awesome. Yep, I I can relate to this. So, yeah, the song's just fine. There's no classic like. There's no classic Weezer song probably on this album, I don't think. But yeah. there's some good ones. Um, uh, the second song on here is is "Ruling Me," which I, I made a note that uh, Ben. I, I'm not. I'm gonna butcher his name. Potashnik of Rock Sound, just like this uh, rock critic, compares this song to no one else from the Blue Album. And don't let go from the Green Album. Like says that you know it's similar to both of those, which. I'll immediately just say those two songs aren't even similar at all. Like mm-hmm. they're similar because Weezer writes them, but "Don't Let Go" is about as simple as you could get, and no one else is about as weird and complicated as Weezer sometimes gets. As far as like how the how the song is structured and and the type of guitar parts they put in there, so they're not very similar. Um, this is this is ruling me. <laughs>
this this episode is going to be full of hard pauses because I've just got too much stuff going on. <laughs> but uh, I really you like that one. the buttons. Yeah, that's a catchy song, isn't it? Um, yeah. Never really like caught on. It wasn't a single or anything, but that's that's a cool song. Yeah. Um, guitars are big in it too. Like when when they get to the um, those last two hits right before the chorus was like bum bum like. That is like full bore, like speakers blowing. Um, so like, there's elements of like hard rocking to it too, even though it's like yeah. um, poppy also. So uh-huh. I really like that one, um, but it doesn't sound like no one else. That's that's song two from Blue. If you yeah, um, oh, that that was our hidden gem when we went through it. But no, not similar. Um, you got anything about that one? No, just a uh, uh, good Weezer song. Yeah. Um, the third one is Trainwrecks, which in my brain, I thought this was a single, but it, but it wasn't. I, but, but I certainly think it could have been. stop i'm gonna skip to the end um because you know it it, this is one of those kind of classic ish weezer slow builds or whatever um but i'm gonna play i love the classic weezer slow build me too right that's strong enough yeah it's a good song um i didn't get the build very good but we're like i said i'm gonna stop apologizing right now i'm just gonna say for the last time there's a lot of buttons to hit over here hashtag get us a producer you'll be able to be like a air traffic control person (laughs) yeah yeah i'm i'll need it uh like put on your resume yeah, it'd be less stressful than the <laughs> need it to relax. I'd, what do you do in your spare time? Well, my podcast is pretty hectic, so I uh, air traffic control. <laughs> the the fourth song is unspoken. What do you think of unspoken? It was okay it's, for me. Yeah, it's um. Is that the one that's the slow one, the quiet? Yeah. Okay, it, I did like it because I like the vocals. Yeah, it's like 
I mean, we're going to play a little bit. It's a weird song for me. Like, I think I'm supposed to love it. I think it's supposed to be like this album's heart songs. Kind That's of how like. I felt too. Like, I'm like, eh, my instinct is telling me this, but like, I feel like I'm supposed to love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're going to play a little bit. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to play from the beginning. I'm going to play through a chorus and then I'm going to just hard skip to the end. Um, so, so the listeners can get a feel for what we're saying. Every morning, every day, I am hoping for a chance to get away. In the evening, every night, I am dreaming of a chance to make it right. Every chance that I get, I am placing a bet on the sun in the sky. And if you take this away from me, I'll never forgive you, can't you see? Our life will be broken, our hate will be unspoken. Here's that uh, hard cut to the end here. I don't know exactly where I'm picking up, but here we go. Dude, I got to back up just a little bit because you got to get it right from the beginning. Yeah, you did need that. That needed to be here. It did, right? Yeah. That that it rocks pretty hard. My my only like reservation about that song is that the lyrics are like pretty intense for Weezer. Like okay. Like our hate will be unspoken is like like I feel like hate's a strong word for Rivers, and I don't I don't know why it bothers me other than like. I question whether he actually hates a person. Hmm. <laughs> he probably he probably does hate a lot of people. I don't know, but I don't. Do I, don't I feel know. like? Oh, go ahead. It Sorry. just seems it seemed just a little. God, I hate to say insincere because he's the one who wrote it, right? But I can't explain it. I get, I just can't explain it other than may, maybe it's like a little too basic to. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's like you said, like I have this instinct that it's just not quite the same as a heart songs or whatever. Even though if I just listen to it on its own, I'm like, shit rocks, you know? Yeah, it does rock. Yeah. What were you going to say? Like when this whole quarantine is over, it's yeah. going to be that, like hit. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's going to be a hit. I mean, 
I don't know if we'll be going back 10 years to find our latest pop hits, but. Dude, yeah. But maybe. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, the best part about this is the like long pauses while we have to wait for the audio to come. I know. <laughs> um, okay. I don't like to play all the songs, but I mean, Where's My Sex, song five, kind of rules, right? Yeah, I like that one. Me too. that bass tone yeah yeah um and you it almost sounds like uh dear rosemary oh yeah yeah actually it does a lot the chord progression too is that what you mean you're right yeah it does i didn't think about that because i what did i compare dear rosemary to uh steady as she goes that's right that's right i could yeah steady as she goes good poll that was quick because i was not going to be able to think of it um that song's good. That song's good too. Um, yeah. John Dolan at Rolling Stone compared it, said it was like the most Pinkerton esque song on here, which I think it's boring and tired to keep comparing Weezer albums to Pinkerton and Blue. Yeah, like that's just not what they do anymore. the The tones in it are kind of Pinkerton-y, though. Um, yeah, like the low end kind of. Yeah, it's not as raw, but yeah. Um, but I, I could see it. I could kind of see it, I guess. But you know, we're five songs in. Um, I do think this album kind of falls off a little bit after five. You know, I, Hang On is the second single, which has Michael Sarah from Arrested Development and many other things hmm. um, singing backup vocals and playing mandolin. And so we'll, we'll run through that a little bit. But And Runaway is six, Smart Girls, eight, Brave New World, which I like, is nine. Time Flies is kind of this weird closer. Um, I like Time Flies. It has like a lo-fi sound. We'll, we'll, let's yeah. play the beginning of Time Flies just so we can give that as an example.
Like, I'm not trying to compare any bands to any bands, but like, no, go for it. It's kind of like a white stripe sound. Oh, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the kind of weird stuff. Yeah. Um, you mean that song or the whole album? The just that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the bass drum. Yeah, one, that's two, like three, blown. And uh, really like underwater sounding. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean by lo-fi. Like the, there's not a lot of clarity in the audio, uh-huh. but it works for that song, and it's different. It's different. Um, yeah. Did you? I feel like we should play just a little bit of "Hang On," just because it was the second single, and someone might know it. Yeah, dude, I like that song. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear the really loud chiming when <laughs> when something happens like my mom calling in the middle of recording cuz that <laughs> that's going to be on the <laughs> on the episode. You should have answered, do you lie, mom? Well, I would have. Uh I I thought about it, but I don't know if she'd do that good in such a you know, impromptu situation uh-huh. i mean we saw what happened with your dad <laughs> the man's quick on his toes but he did not enjoy that immediately when i answered he knew that he was on the podcast <laughs> something was <laughs> up yeah <laughs> well yeah i wouldn't i mean what i want to do is warn my mom sometime this week you're gonna get a phone call just be prepared uh-huh but that's a that's a little lame though so i should just do what you you did and just I should have answered. That's really it. But did I really need like another piece of media going? Like we were playing the song, got two microphones running. Do I really need to like be video chatting with my mom? Probably would have turned the computer off. Everything would have just exploded. Yeah. Um. Okay. I am. This is hard for me because I I do like most of these songs, but I'm pretty cool with um leaving it at that for Hurley. Yeah. Runaway is fine. Smart girls. Is they're all fine. Nothing on here is terrible. I I would say this album is underrated because it didn't sell well, and I don't know of anyone who's like, oh yeah, Hurley rocks. But like, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this one. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, like a lot of these Weezer. Honestly, like Weezer is a really good band because you got to like listen to their albums more than once to like kind of get it. But yeah. once you get it, it's like, this shit's good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, I do. Um, let's cover cut Hidden Gem for these. Um, All right. Are you... Well, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first with the cover? The cover, I picked Memories. Yeah, I think... 
uh, I think that's the obvious choice just because there are only two singles. It's not the one that I'd want to play the most, but that's the one you'd have to do because you'd uh-huh. think maybe somebody would know it. So Memories is the is the one to cover. I agree. Um, what would you cut? I picked Runaways, bro. Runaway? Runaway. Okay, yeah. let's, let's play Runaway a little bit just uh, to let people know what one you're cutting. You're cutting that song. It doesn't need to be played more than that. Um, that I, I would cut that one too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I was thinking about cutting Smart Girls, but um, S- Smart Girls is kind of funny, you know. But yeah, but it's not a great song. But yeah, that's why I ca- exact same reason for Debbie me. Donna, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Hidden Gem can be anything but memories or hang on. What do you think is the hidden gem on this one? Mine was Time Flies. Really? That's pretty it's just, good. It's just a different... It's that closer, and it's nothing like Weezy's ever done, ever did. You know, and I just, I'm just i a sucker for that kind of stuff. Yeah. This one was hard for me to... That's a good pick. I didn't think about, I didn't think about it that way. Cause I never do. Um, the, the, even though that's the smarter way to look at it, the, the part that's tough for me is that none of these are like so great that they like really stand out. Like miss the misery for me is so far and away the best song on wasting light and for Foo Fighters and like maybe my favorite song that they do period that that's like a great hidden gem. It wasn't a single, but like it totally rules. Yeah. This one, I really like songs one through five and I could make an argument for brave new world and I could make an argument for hang on. But, um, I think I do train wrecks as the hidden Mm. gem. I mostly because train wrecks, like I'll get that song in my head without ever i used to get that song in my head for like no reason like i i haven't listened to this album for years but occasionally you know i'd be out on a run or whatever and i'd just be like train wrecks it's the story of our lives like i don't know it's not like that song speaks to my soul or anything but it's just it's catchy and memorable somehow so train wrecks was my hidden gem and uh dude that's hurley that's the whole album um, but then just to roll right into it, unless you don't want to, are you ready to roll right into the next yeah. one? So, Let's hit it. Yeah. So rolling into death to false metal, which is kind of like Hurley's sister release. Um, we already gave the release date is November, November 2nd, 2010. Number one song on that date was like a G six. You know it? Uh, yeah, I know uh, that one. We know like a G six number one, mainstream rock still, Say You'll Haunt Me from Stone Sour. So it had lasted as the number one mainstream rock song from the release of Hurley to the release of Death to False Metal. The top five 
albums this week. This is kind of interesting to me. Not not so much the top five, but but a little note at the end of this. Speak now, number one from Taylor Swift. I'm pausing to hear if you know it. Probably. <laughs> Probably. My kind of party, Jason Aldean. Yeah, I know that one. The Incredible Machine, Sugarland. Mm, probably. I'm a Sugarland fan. Not a. No. I'm not a like real country fan. And it's not like I own a bunch of albums, but I like mm-hmm. Sugarland. Merry Christmas to to the no, Roman numeral to you, Mariah Carey. I don't. I know. don't know that. Yeah. I don't know it either. I only know one Mariah Carey Christmas album, the one that matters. And then I am not a human being. Rounding out the top five, Lil Wayne. Don't know. Don't know it. <laughs> um, Death to False Metal entered the Billboard at number forty-eight that that week, which isn't a surprise really for a compilation. But of note is that Carrie Underwood's play was two spots above that at number forty-six. You might remember that from the Ratitude episode because it was oh, yeah. number one when Ratitude was released a full year before that. So uh, Carrie Underwood's play had some staying power. And Death to False Metal just creeped into the top, the Billboard top 200 or 100, well, top 50 at number 48. So that's the story of the Billboard on that day. Like we already said, this is a collection of um, demos and unreleased tracks that Rivers kind of calls Weezer's ninth studio album. What, I'm going to really put you on the spot. What do you think of Death to False Metal? Just like as a album, what do you think? It's all right. It's good. Really? I was excited for you to hear this one. I thought your reaction would be stronger. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, well, there I, is some songs that I think you know that I like. I mean, I... Yeah. L- well, let's get into it. There are no singles, so we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. The The most interesting one is the first song, Turning Up the Radio, which was written... <laughs> Rivers did this project called... Let's Write a Song, S-A-W-N-G. And he collaborated with 17 other writers through YouTube. They did like this 15-step program to write a song, and they came up with this song called Turning Up the Radio. Freak. 
this song sounds like it was written by 15 people <laughs> doesn't it do you mean that in a bad way i mean no it's just like kind of broad it's just a turn you can't write a bad song about turning up the radio That's a good point good you point. know what i mean that that quote is going on the instagram for <laughs> sure that there no, truer words have never been said <laughs> i turned my phone on do not disturb so that notifications wouldn't come through and end up oh god did you hear that <laughs> came through again. God damn it. <laughs> stop texting me it's supposed to be do not disturb i'm not supposed to be getting these right now airplane um, mode bro oh good there it is airplane mode now um so i agree with you i like this song though I, yeah I, i'm i'm not hurt because you're right it is it definitely does sound like it was written by 17 people but um but yeah it, it, it is kind of broad, very broad, like uh, you said. Um, do you have a track list in front of you? No. Because I don't want to skip over anything that you want to cover. But I have some written down. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to skip track two and go straight to... This might be fun. Let's predict what Sam likes. Um, I think... I really love song three. I think you probably are in favor of blowing my stuff. Woe is me I'm standing in line For the first time In a mighty long time But it feels good To be a jerk I'm just a loser On his way to work Cause I need cash To pay my bills And buy some groceries To eat my fill But I'm pissed off Cause no one cares They walk on Okay, we gotta fast Nothing forward. Nothing like blowing your stack, dude. Nothing like blowing your stack. We gotta fast forward to the the really cool part of this song, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah. I love that part. Yeah, I just remembered that this album actually has like a lot of good guitar solos. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that one's just not a on not only like cool guitar solos, but like like cool riffs. Like there's riffage structure. Metalish riffage, right? 
Yeah. Um, with, was that in a favorites category for you? Yes. Really yep. was? Okay, here comes the next one that I think is going to be in your favorites. Was that in there too? Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. would not be surprised if Patrick Wilson wrote this song. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it does. It is kind of like that. The, he is the hero of that song, like in the breakdown. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's good, man. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, not to put you on the spot, but who, who, what does that song sound like to you? Like, if there was another band, did you compare that to another band at all? I mean, this kind of sounds like Nirvana. Dude, that's exactly who it sounds like. I yeah. said the exact same thing. It, when you first hear it, and I hadn't thought about this for a long time because this isn't an album I pulled out a lot, but like when I was first hearing it, I was like, damn, that sounds like some other band. Specifically how poppy the bass is. Not yeah, like, it sounds not like, like... Yeah, not pop music, but like... Uh, and not slap, but like he's just like popping it. Um, it like cuts through, just yeah, cutting through. That's it. It cuts through like, a lot. Like in breed. Um, yes. Um, and, and you're like, God, what does that sound like? And then it's like, it dawned on me, like, that sounds like Nirvana, which is yeah. funny because in the Red Album, they do The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived and they do uh-huh. that, like cut that's supposed to sound like a Nirvana version of it. This sounds more like Nirvana than any other Weezer song. Um, and then that like, part where he's like, I don't, it sounds like the, part, the beginning part in like, um, aneurysm. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Talking about? Uh-huh. I don't know how you describe that. Um, on it would be easier to describe to guitar players. Um, like a bendy with the open note. Ex- that's exactly what it is. Just like climbing, yeah. climbing the climbing the neck on one note, but leaving the high E string open. So you get that uh-huh. kind of like sick sound, like that yeah. nauseous sound. Um, yeah. So those were the those were the two that I was like, I'm Sam's gonna like those. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of like gems on here, man. Like, um, I'm a robot, which I like. I like that one. Do you? Let's play yeah. a that one.
like that song's fun. Yeah, I, I like I like how he sings it like a robot. You know. Yeah. I yeah. My cubicle about nine a.m. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's it's fun and it's not it it's is. not bad. It's got a cool guitar solo in it. That's a little like it doesn't really follow the rest of the song, but uh, it's cool. Uh, I we were that came up because we're just here riffing about like what songs are kind of cool on here. Trampoline sounds a lot like uh, Rivers' early demos that he we've talked about alone, like his first demo CD um, that he released of like cuts from the Blue Album and Pinkerton Days and all that. Trampoline sounds a lot like that. Where it's just like kind of like a goofy song, kind of kind of like the sweater, like an upbeat sweater song. Like this is about nothing really, um, but that's kind of fun. Um, and then like I think the last three songs are really strong. You've got Odd Couple, which Odd I like Couple, that one. yeah, that one sounds a little blue albumish. Let's pl- we'll play a little. Of that one. So that song's fun and cool. Uh, for me, Autopilot had, might win the award for like cool, coolest riff. Yeah. Whoops, forgot to mute my mic there. Um, what do you think of Autopilot? That is grooves. Yeah, God, I love that one. Right, right. And then it ends with a cover of Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart. Did you did you know Unbreak My Heart before this song? Like the no. Tony Braxton version? Uh, I think I should play a little clip of the Tony Braxton version for everyone. Oh, gonna have a little ad. Gonna have a little ad in me. I turned the ad off in their face. Video will play after ad. Here it comes. Wait for it. 
So I genuinely liked this that song when it came out. Like I really liked Unbreak My Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the Weezer version too. So here's a little of that. smile come and take these tears away I need your arms to hold me now the nights are so unkind bring back the nights when I held you beside me unbreak my heart say you love me So Weezer were doing cool covers before they were doing No Scrubs in Africa, right? This is 10 years, nine years before that. Dude, this, there's a lot of cool guitar parts on this album. Dude, this album, I'm just going to say it now. There's no sense in, you know, holding out any longer. I think, I mean, I don't know where this is going to rank in the end, but if like Weezer, if this album didn't exist and Weezer released this tomorrow, I'd be like fully on board. Oh, really? I love this. I yeah. love it. This is this is as close to Pinkerton as anyone will ever get, right? Because it's still it has the raw sound, you know. Uh-huh. It's got like, uh, it's everyone. I, I said it like not like the title. I said it like he sings it. everyone. So everyone is like super raw sounding. So is blowing my stack, which blowing my stack's another version, another example. I said in uh, of train wrecks, like. I'll just be running down the road and being like, blowing my stack. Like <laughs> that song's sweet. And it's, yeah. and it's raw sounding. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and whether it's because they were recorded as demos or, or what, like there, there is like an authentic sound to this collection that I prefer over, you know, the black album or, you know, some of, of Weezer, Weezer's other, "Quote unquote newer stuff," which basically you could put in as as anything after Maladroit, I guess, depending on your perspective. But yeah, I don't know. What do you? So you you don't maybe like it as much as I thought you would. I thought you'd be like totally on board with this one. There's a lot of songs I do like. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I I like the side of Weezer where they write those songs like Slob. Yeah. And like, I am a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get I, like I can it. see that. I can see that. I am a robot made me think about the D. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am a robot. <laughs> this is like a precursor to that. Or maybe yeah. the D stole it from them. Dude, who knows? Indeed. Um, Indeed. Indeed. So let's uh this is the most interesting cover cut hidden gem. Cause like nobody knows these songs really. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do obviously, but there's no single, like I said, so any of them could be a hidden gem. Any of them could be things we cover. 
Um, what uh, do you have a cover from this one, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. Um, I would cover blowing my stack. I think. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, turning up the radio you could make a case for also, uh-huh. but uh, blowing my stack is like a fun rock song. I, I think. Um, I think that's the one that I'd. Yeah. Do. What about you? I picked everyone. That would be my second choice. So yeah. that's not wrong. The one I'd cut, which honest, honestly is difficult for me. The one I'd cut, I think, is is I Don't Want Your Lovin', which is the second song. It's That's what I picked. Is it? It's not bad. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. bad, but um, it's honestly, to me, it's the one that sounds most like current Weezer is yeah. I Don't Want Your Lovin', which like in this collection, I'm not that into. You know, I, I like it. I like it, but it's <clears throat> it fits it's the it's the square peg in the round hole of of this album. Uh Hidden Gem, which again, any of these could be hidden gems. Yeah. Uh, the hidden gem for me I is autopilot. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Just because the riff is so fun and it's yeah. it's pretty different for Weezer. Um I picked I I'm a robot. That's a good that's obviously a good choice too. That yeah. that definitely fits with your time flies, you know, uh, sort of like the weird oh, yeah. one. The weird uh-huh. one is the one you pick for your hidden gem. So those those are fair choices. I <clears throat> this episode's weird, you know, because we are recording far away. Um, but and it's weird because we've smashed two albums together and kind of flown through them. But don't let that be an indication of what I think about either of these. I think, <clears throat> I think Hurley is way stronger than people give it, give it credit for. And death to false metal is going to be, I haven't done my rankings yet. Yeah. But it's going to be it top be five. Hard. It's going to be top five for me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too, for me. Yeah. It'll be interesting when we finally like break it down. Cause because even as I say it'll be top five, I'm like, well, I like this one and that one, you know. Yeah, like that, that and they means... all have different reasons. They all can hop each other at right. any. Right, because it's like you got Blue and Pinkerton, and I love the White Album, and I love Everything Will Be All Right in the End, and it's like, is Death is uh, Death to False Metal really next there? I like her attitude a lot. I like her Red yeah. Album a lot. So, uh, man, that's going to be tough. Dude, um, I've been doing, for those of you following us, as you should on Wet Bandits Pod, um, on Instagram, and that's where we do most of our stuff. There's not a whole lot of tweeting and a whole lot of Facebooking, but if you're on Instagram, follow us on Wet Bandits Pod. We've been he- doing because we do our rankings, but I've been using the our Instagram stories to have polls so that in the end the listeners will have ranked them also. And uh, this week, uh, Red Album uh, at one point took on Make Believe, and Red Album was killing make-believe and then mm. just like in the last couple i don't know when it happened because yeah it because when i went to bed at night red was running away with it and then all of a sudden make-believe comes from behind and and beats uh red album pretty handily in the middle of the night so someone must have gathered up all their friends on our yeah, like, stories. red must go down yeah so make sure you vote right right now maladroit's in last place and so there's a lot of really yeah, hmm. yeah. So right now, it uh, 
as it stands through the ones we've held voting for, um, and again, we're, we record these like well in advance, so not all the episodes are out yet, but right now it's going Pinkerton, Blue, uh, Green, uh, Make Believe, Red, Maladroit, so in that order. Um, so typically what's happening, I'm trying to keep as few polls as possible. So the easiest way to do that is not to go from the top down because we know that like Pinkerton and blue are probably going to be at the top. So I'm starting from the bottom. So like every week we're starting with, here's the new episode versus Maladroit at the bottom, (laughs) you know? Um, so that's, that's probably where you'll see these come up too, unless, uh, unless Maladroit beats Ratitude, which it could. Which it could. Mm-hmm. That that vote will be, uh, well, it'll be in the past once this episode comes out, so there's no reason to talk about it. Um, yeah, so follow us on that thing. Also, for Pete's sake, if you've gotten this far, you're probably already to subscribe, but, you know, tell a friend. Tell a friend to subscribe. Tell a friend and that friend will tell another friend. That's right, because we're in quarantine time now. What better time than to binge some podcasts, right? Or binge some pods, I guess, not the casting. Binge some pods. Dude, seriously. Is yeah. this going on the YouTubes? Uh, y- no, because we didn't record. Okay. Well, yeah, it'll be on the YouTube, but it'll just be a pick. Okay. You know? um, how are you holding up, bro? Um, I'm okay. I mean, I'm going to... Yeah. I'm. Times are tough, right? I mean, I'm not crying about it over here, but, you know, I'm doing okay. How are dude, you doing? It's all right, dude. I'm just, I'm just missing my bro. I miss my bro too. It's almost. How could I leave Weezy all alone? He's never coming home. As I rocket into space to my new home. He's up there with the stars. He will survive. It's what I tell myself. He doesn't want to be here. I'm probably going to jam with yo, yo, ma. Fucking you, yo, ma. I am stuck here. And then I'm going to eat some ice cream. He's never coming home. Then I'm going to have some sex. Eating cat food all alone. <laughs> I think okay, I think a wheezy earth alone. My orgasm will be tainted. Having sex with myself. Explosion of my load. As I jam with yo yo ma. Yo yo ma. Feels so good. My pecker wood. But a tiny part of me is left with the stars. Oh, dude, I feel much better. Oh, me too. Like I, I honestly dropped that out. I dropped three tears total during that. (laughs) Wow, Mal, yeah, Yeah. that does make me feel better now. Yeah, it does. About you going into space and leaving me here. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. That's this week's episode of the Wet Bandas podcast. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? Dude, bye. Bye. Get wet. Get wet. Two, three. One, two, three.
some boys going to the liquor store where they sold their souls. I faded that out early because it seemed weird and cruel to like make you listen to that for two minutes and then say goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yeah, I'm going to run because my baby's going to take a nap soon. All right. All Did right. you think that was good? Well, yeah. I mean, I think so. I might yeah. have to make some cuts from when I was doing sound editing in the middle of the episode. But <laughs> How did you think our fuck yo yo ma was? <laughs> it was? It was exactly what it should have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have been worse, but it, it, it shouldn't have been better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, man. I will see you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, let me... I, I, I just realized that the speaker that plays the music um, was on while I was... T- and so it was like playing my voice, which we probably don't want that to do. You'll get like double my voice. <laughs> so the, Double on the voice. Yeah, this the first part of this podcast might sound a little weird. There, I think I've uh did I fix it? This is really good how I'm just doing this. Uh oh dang. I know why it's not working. Should should I edit this out or leave it in? <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in? Cool. Uh I'm gonna try I'm gonna fix one last thing here it's Uh, all part of the process it is it's gonna have to be part of the process because you know we started from the bottom now we're here does that even make sense oh yeah it made sense okay i've got it (laughs) hey 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 hey. no i did not fix it this is terrible 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 radio oh you might need to edit it out there i've done it I might need to edit that out, but maybe What not. stuff have you been doing to pass time? Chad Smith. Chad Smith. What's he playing? I don't know. He's doing like a groove every day. A new, an emperor's new groove every day? Yeah. Okay. Um, so should I just trust you to start with the, the song? Do you want to do, it, to do it on this episode or the next one? Doesn't matter. I was going to put these actually together. Like a okay. one episode. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I'll explain. Will it be on track for Van Weezer? Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, one second. It's fucked up my screen. I wonder if there's a way I can turn up your audio. Is there a time limit on this? No, not a not when it's just the two of us. Oh, okay. Um, I, just, I just popped up and said, "Don't cut your meeting short. Get more done. Upgrade for only fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, get out of here. Never. Never.
in ever. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like I can't turn up your volume anymore. Oh, I know what I can do. I know what to do. How could I leave? Dude, I love that song. Which one? Uh, Fuck you, yo, ma. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn on some jams again here for just a sec. Okay. Not for me. Hello? Okay. Do you have your shit plugged into your board? Is that how you're using your mic? Do you have your shit in your board? Yeah, so I have... What I'm doing is I am running you and the music out of my computer into the board. I'm running my microphone into the board, which you can't hear. So I have this second microphone plugged into my computer. And then I've got my headphones, and I have oh. your headphones running to a speaker so that you can hear the music Whoa. when I play it. So How do you do that? Well, I have to mute my microphone before I do it, or else it feeds back really bad. Oh. Um, but that's that's all. So, um, it's not going to be perfect, but. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm going to have to like cool. minimize and maximize all these tabs. While oh yeah, I kind of got like the video short, like a little bit condensed, and yeah. I got my other stuff in that's the back. That's what I need to do. Hold on. I'm going to go get more cough. All right. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to try to get these. Okay. Let's see if I can roll like this. All right. Make sure everything is uh, on that needs to be on. Okay. All right, I think I'm going to try it. Let's hit it. It's going to be a it's going to be an awkward start cuz I'm going to have to mute my microphone right after I say something and then play the song. That's going to be two, three. A All right, here we go. The date is September 10th, 2010. The album is Weezer's Hurley. This is the Wet Bandits One, two, podcast. Three. 